Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Edry share a bunch of business insights that are going to blow your mind. Here's a glimpse of what you are about to discover. The four things you must do to successfully launch your own mastermind. How to create work opportunities by identifying your client's biggest needs. Stefan's thoughts on crypto and the GameStop Reddit frenzy. Without further ado, here's the episode. I hope you enjoy. Me and my friend are about to start a mastermind with copywriters in Latin America. We're junior copywriters. Any advice to run it? Um, we're going to start mastermind with copywriters in Latin America. We're junior copywriters. Um, if you guys are junior copywriters, I mean, yeah, that, this one is like, I feel like we do want more details, but in general, um, consistency and providing value and over delivering. I mean, the, those are the most important things. Like obviously if you're junior copywriters, I'm assuming your mastermind is going to have other junior copywriters. If you could bring in some kind of expert higher level person who sort of is part of your mastermind, who is providing trainings regularly and stuff like that, it can increase the value. Um, of you know, of your offer significantly, so I look at doing that. Uh, but and then just just really, yeah. I mean, I think weekly, like like you know, like like I love copy starter. I mean, we do a great job. So you do like the weekly training calls. Um, plus we have like the members area. Plus we have the events. Plus we do feedback. I mean, we just have a lot of. It's it's very. There's a lot of compelling reasons to stay, and there's a lot of pain from leaving because we have so many amazing things that we are offering. Um, I would just look at doing something like. A, Similar. And then just listen to feedback too. I guess that's, you know, that's actually one of the biggest things. Cause like Justin and I, when we first launched Copy Accelerator, we had thought that um, we were going to, basically the, the idea of Copy Accelerator was we're gonna get business owners and help train their copywriters in this mastermind. So the whole pitch was kind of like, hey, business owners, put your copywriters into this mastermind and we'll help to train them and make them better. And then we realized that that wasn't really there, there was some of that, but it was like the actual copywriters, like freelancers wanted to be in it and actual business owners wanted to be in it. So we kind of pivoted very quickly and realized that we didn't have our messaging correct. And that made all the difference to where we're now, you know, 220 plus members and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, I think being responsive and, and adaptive and flexible is another really good piece of advice there too. Um, Grant, I don't know if we'll cap, light, we don't need to cap necessarily. I mean, maybe we will, um, but uh, the full is capped now. I mean, you can't, there's a waiting list again to the full version of the mastermind, but light honesty has just become a crazy, that's another example, which I'll go for like five more minutes and I'll stop. Um, I keep telling myself I'm going to like rest, you know, cause of like COVID, but I'm like, eh, it's going to work. Um, but, uh, like, you know, with light, like we, at, at the last virtual event in September, um, 
you know, we had a lot of people come in who were really new to copywriting, which we hadn't really had before. And it was like a good thing. It was exciting to get these people in and to be able to kind of help them, but they're, you know, beginners. So they had a lot, they needed a lot more support. We realized, you know, you have like, again, we have like, you know, V shred, golden hippo, um, paleo hacks, uh, credit secrets, like Steve Gunn and his, I mean, you know, we have a bunch of like the biggest names in direct response in our mastermind. We have a bunch of like Dan Ferrari's and copy starter light. Chris Wright is a copy starter light. Um, you know, Randall Pruitt, all these people like, so there's all kinds of like Pauline. Um, so we have that, but then we, you know, the light, that, that version of light, we had a lot of beginner people coming in, which again, I love because I want to help everybody, but realizing that they need more support. So we went from just our normal stuff to, um, we're like, and, and with light, you don't get direct feedback from Justin or myself, but we're like, we got to provide feedback. So, um, we got Saba Karimi to start doing a weekly call where people can get feedback on their copy. And then we got Mike Abramoff to do a weekly call where people can get feedback on their copy. And then we had Brian Spiranello, um, doing a weekly call on the business of freelancing and how to get better freelancing clients, how to close clients, how to charge higher rates. So now for light, you actually get four calls a week where originally we just had one call. Um, you know, the main call of like, but, but so we realized like, oh, in order to fulfill our promise to people who have joined and who are, you know, investing in us, we need to like, we need to fulfill our promise on a deeper level because we do have more people who are starting out now than we did before. And so basically, um, we, we brought the three additional calls that, you know, additional expense to us, but it's like no big deal because it's like, we have to, so, so again, this goes back to, to pivoting, by the way, I love the love there that, I mean, um, I know that uh, Lisa said the additional calls are valuable. And Matt Murphy said, see, like, was the best investment I ever made. Ken said the additional calls are killer. Um, and Grant Paulson said, I've experienced more value than I paid to go to the event in the past two days already. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, there's a lot of, by the way, I will link to the, uh, um, to the sales page where you can apply one more time for the mastermind because, you know, why would I not do that? Um, or apply to the event. So if you want to come attend the event, the event's 1450. And then you actually get put into Copy Accelerator Lite for four weeks leading up to the event. So, um, well, basically until the event happens. So you get the weekly training calls, all of them, the weekly training calls with Justin and I, but you also get the two feedback calls a week and the business of freelancing calls with Brian Spiranello and you get our whole um, members are in archive. So yeah, if you haven't applied to get a ticket yet, that's all for 1450, it's, it's worth like $20,000. Um, so anyway, let me answer those final few questions real quick. Innocent. How do you figure out what exactly uh, they don't know that you can capitalize on and offer um, to help them? How do you figure out exactly what they don't know that you can capitalize? I mean, I think honestly, like it's, it, that is from a conversation in a sense, like if you're talking with um, the client and asking questions, like it does come with experience. If you don't have a bunch of experience, then maybe harder, but it also depends on the, the client and what's their experience. Cause if there's somebody who is, you know, you look at a lot of like these like uh, influencer type of people, uh, like for going back to Dr. Paul Saladino, carnivore code author, awesome guy. Um, really happy I to spend a bunch of time with him last week. And Justin and I were sitting there chatting with him and we were talking about his email list and we we're like, dude, um, you just like, like, why are you only emailing once a week? And he was like, well, you know, I used to email daily, but then we'd have some people respond and say, why are you emailing so much? So I stopped. And then Justin and I both just like went on this whole tangent of like, no man, you got to email every day. Uh, you know, you can't listen to the feedback of a few loud voices, like, and all of that. And he was like, oh, wow, that makes sense. And then he ended up actually hiring a writer from Copy Accelerator uh, Light to um, write daily emails for him. And he's doing that. He listened to us, which was awesome. Um, 
it's actually really cool because again, I'm super passionate about carnivore code. So we can hang out with this guy and he's this awesome dude and um, all that. But like, um, so in that case, like, just because someone is uh, well known doesn't mean that they know a lot. Sometimes it may be that, you know, they know a lot about a certain thing, but they don't know a lot about marketing. So there's a balance there because for something like that, it's as simple as like email every day or, you know, the, the same optimizations that you see people like Justin and I talking about all the time or anybody talking about, you can bring those to a lot of people who aren't that sophisticated from a marketing standpoint. And, um, you know, it seems like you're a genius to them, but if you're working with a very sophisticated client and you're early on, then it's a lot harder. And at that point, I would probably focus more on just providing value through really good work that they've, they've hired you for. So that's my, my answer to that. Um, shock had to leave. I'm not gonna answer your shock as soon as you had to leave. Um, just want to talk GameStop and Reddit, if you guys didn't already. Michael McGovern. Glad you brought that up, Michael. Um, yeah, let's talk GameStop and Reddit. Let's talk specifically about how, like, uh, that is not going to end well. <laughs> like, GameStop and AMC. I think GameStop went to, like, $500, the stock, uh, overnight. At one point, its market cap was bigger than, like, some massive company. Um, for, you, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about right now, like, there's basically these Reddit groups of communities that are just pushing certain stocks to like insane valuations. Um, like again, GameStop, AMC, some other ones. There's a really good article in the Wall Street Journal about it, which I read yesterday. Um, it just reminds me entirely of the crypto bubble from 2018. Um, as soon as you start seeing a bunch of people who have no idea about investing and they're posting on Facebook about like holding or uh, you know selling or whatever it is, um, like I, it's going to end really badly for a lot of people. It's not, if you sell now, great. Or sell out, at least take your profit back. So I, like, I was really into crypto in like 2018. Like I got super distracted from it. Um, you know, I had my portfolio went from like $20,000 to like $150,000 or something like that. And I knew it was a bubble and I would talk to Laura about how it was a bubble. Um, but like then for the most part, I didn't sell. I sold out of a few positions, but not others. And it all just went like way down. And then I just held it for the last couple of years. Um, I was like, I'm just going to hold it. I don't need the money. So, which by the way, now that same portfolio is back up to worth like $50,000, which is not what it was before. Cause I didn't have much Bitcoin, a lot of altcoins, but it's a lot better than at one point it was worth like $5,000. So, you know, I just held it, but, but something like GameStop um, or AMC, it's just completely irrational. And it's basically people getting in a frenzy and not wanting to miss out. And that's like the definition of a bumble or a bumble of a bubble. So I just would strong, if you're like getting into that and getting distracted with that, um, it's not that you can't make money, but if you think that GameStop's going to go to a thousand and, you know, AMC and then these different stocks, like it's not, reality's going to catch up. So I just would personally, again, I'm not, this is not investment advice. I'm just like, you know, I'm a copywriter. Doesn't mean I know the markets. Um, but to me, it reminds me of the crypto bubble and you're going to just see that pop and, and blow up and a lot of people are going to lose a bunch of money because they're going to get greedy. And um, final question, how can I get a copyright industry and where to find opportunities, what to learn firsthand? You know, uh, Nala, that's a great question, but I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, obviously join Justin and Stefan Talk Copy, the Facebook group, come on here, um, the show. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So I'm curious, okay, real quick, James, because James said it kind of feels like a power shift. We, the people can do the same thing Wall Street has been doing for decades. I, that, that's the narrative from the Wall Street Journal thing too, James. But my concern is that we, the people, do not have the kind of sophisticated 
mechanisms and technology that Wall Street has and or the, the amount of money. And I think that while there are some people who are smart and who are doing that, there's just a lot of people who are like, you know, unemployed because of COVID and trying this out as like a side hustle. And I think those are the people who are going to get hurt. Um, I, do, I don't, I think the idea of like a more of a democratization aspect of it is cool. Uh, I just don't. So if you run up the price of something and you get out, you know, and you do it legally, then great. I think the concern is a lot of people are going to run up the price and then keep holding and not get out. And those are the people who are going to get burned really badly. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.